Can you imagine what it would have been like to be a shepherd about as blue-collar, normal of a job as you could find, sitting out in the middle of the night, out in the countryside where it would have been so dark, only thing that would have illuminated is depending on how big the moon was and the stars that you could see. And as you are sitting there, all of a sudden, a great heavenly host comes to you. And out of nowhere, fear rises up inside of you. And you hear from an angelic voice and figure, Fear not, for I bring you great news that will be a joy to all people. Because today, in the town of Bethlehem, the Savior, the Messiah, is born. And you'll go and you will find a child in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes. This will be your sign that the Messiah, the King of kings and Lord of lords is here. That your future is completely going to change. That for thousands of years as God, Yahweh, the one true God, proclaimed that He would send a Savior to restore and redeem the relationship that was broken, you wouldn't find Him as a tall, good-looking warrior but a vulnerable baby born to a pregnant virgin born in a barn everything changed in that moment for those shepherds who would hear the great heavenly host sing and rejoice and then they would have the opportunity to go and meet the savior themselves the first visitors weren't family members weren't royal dignitaries, weren't the latest celebrities of the day. They were just average, everyday shepherds. This was the beginning of the way maker coming into this world. I love that song that we got to sing there about this idea of a way maker, a promise keeper, a light in the darkness. The Gospel of John tells the birth of Jesus like this. It says, in the beginning was the Word. It's speaking of Jesus. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the very beginning. Through Him all things were made, and without Him nothing has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of man. And that the light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not overcome it. He says, the true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to be children of God. Born not of natural descent, nor human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. My friends, there has never been greater news than the fact that the God of all the universe came near and came to be with us. I love the way that John describes this, this idea of the light coming into the world, and that though the whole world 
was created by him. Nothing was created. You and I, our, 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 our world, nothing was created without Jesus being a part of it. And yet in the midst of it, the world did not recognize it. Friends, my biggest hope and my biggest prayer for you during this Christmas season is just this. Don't miss Jesus. Because if you miss Jesus, you miss everything. It doesn't matter what your past has been, because let me tell you, he can redeem it. It doesn't matter what your current situation looks like, because he is a way maker and he is a promise keeper who has a plan, who is walking with you, is fighting for you. And I believe that with all my heart. Our church has experienced uh, a few different things in people's lives, some uh, difficult uh, medical things that are going on in people's lives where it feels like this is just crazy and this just isn't fair and this is just frustrating. And it feels in some ways in those moments like we are just standing in the dark saying, God, where are you? I think God is gently whispering to us, my child. My son, my daughter, I have never left your side. Open your eyes. Experience the light. Your future could be a lot of things. But I promise you, if you experience the light that gives life to all mankind, if you experience the peace from Jesus that transcends all understanding, The truth is you have hope that the world cannot take from you. That it does not matter what sort of thing is thrown in your way. You don't have to be afraid. You will be okay. And the good news is just this. Is that God wasn't done by just sending a baby into this world. This baby would grow up to become this man who would go on and eventually teach us the way. He would quite literally teach that he was the way, the truth, the life, that no one got to the Father except through him. And it wasn't just for one group of people. It just wasn't for the people who had it all together. It was for every single person. And so I hope you hear this tonight. The God of all the universe deeply and desperately loves you. And he loves you so much, even in the midst of your brokenness, even in the midst of the sin that's going on in your life, even when you want to be distant from him, he is drawing near and he is pursuing you because he loves you. And he loves you in the midst of your brokenness, in the midst of your darkness, in the midst of your sin. But he's also a father who loves you far too much to leave you there. And so tonight, hear this son or daughter of the God of all the universe. Come home. Come to the light. The darkness was not created to be the place that you would dwell. You were created to become sons and daughters of the light. The beauty of the light, too, is that it's not something that just stays with us. It's not something that as maybe you sang as a kid, you don't hide it under a bushel. No. You let it shine. It's something that... When you understand what it's like to once be in darkness, when you understand what it once was like to feel broken and hopeless, and then you experience the joy, the peace, the hope, the love of Jesus Christ, it's something that you do not want to keep to yourself. You have to spread. You know, our world can feel dark sometimes. If you read the news, if you talk to people, oftentimes we... We only share 
the darkness. And maybe this Christmas, maybe we begin by reminding ourselves what the true season's about and begin to start going into our world and to start sharing the light. Not just what's bad, not just I can't believe this thing happened to me. Can you believe that God did this to me? Not just can you believe this political party or can you believe that my neighbor did this? Can you believe that again my child, my parent did that? But instead, could we begin to be people who bring hope into every room we walk? Can you imagine what it would be like if people no longer had to just feel down, depressed, and in the dark? But what if they experienced joy that the world cannot touch? Not something that's manufactured by things. Not anything that feels overwhelming and fake, but something that is so, so real. It's amazing how when we isolate ourselves, a little bit of light doesn't seem like a lot. One of the beauties of the church is just the opportunity that we have when we stand with one another, though there is darkness that we still deal with in our life. When we gather together, when we proclaim the goodness of God, when we say even when it feels like we can't sing, even when it feels like we can't believe that we believe that He is the way maker, we believe in the promises that He's given us, we proclaim to the world, to the darkness, to the enemy, victory, hope, love, and joy. My all-time favorite verse in Scripture comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 12, verse 46. And it just says this, I have come into this world as a light, so that no one who believes in me should remain in darkness. My hope and my prayer is that you would remain in His light, that you would experience all of His peace, all of His hope, all of His joy. And while in a moment I'm going to ask you to blow your candle out, literally, may metaphorically, the light of His love never leave you. Why don't you guys go ahead and blow this out and join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, God, I thank You for just who You are, and I thank You for the fact that, God, despite our unfaithfulness, God, despite the fact that we oftentimes still don't fully acknowledge You, fully trust You, that, God, while we were still sinners, God, You sent Your Son, Jesus, into this world. God, born as a baby, growing up as a man who would go to the cross to die for our sins. God, we thank You for the fact, though, that the cross wasn't the end of the story. That though His blood shed for us, gave us forgiveness, gave us a new way, gave us a new life. God, we thank You for the fact that we're empty tomb people. We thank You for the fact that, God, not even death could hold You down. So, God, as we leave this place, God, I pray that You would fill us with Your Holy Spirit. God, that You would remind us that we are sons and daughters, loved deeply by You, not because of anything we could do, not because of anything we could earn, but surely because You are good. God, bless every family. May they have a great Christmas season celebrating You and being with loved ones. And God, thank You for who You are. Keep our hearts and our minds focused on You and help us to love our neighbors as ourselves. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thank you so much for being here with us. Make sure you grab some coffee, cookies, and have a great Christmas. We will see you on Sunday.